2: That's blue Nile.com. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanny. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Donison strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry.
0: The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth Hello and
3: welcome to The Scoop. We are the cricket podcast dedicated to the women's game. I'm Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Jolly. LJ, we've made it. I think, what, 58 games of the WBBL season done and we've got one to go. Two teams left. We've got the Adelaide Strikers who beat the Brisbane Heat in last night's Challenger and they will meet Sydney Sixers in the final tomorrow at North Sydney Oval. So, it should be a cracker. Like I'm pumped for it, I reckon. Got two the two best teams um in the competition, two really exciting teams. Yeah, I'm pumped. I think it should be a really good finale tomorrow. I want to know your prediction. Who do you think is gonna win and why?
0: That is a very good question. Thanks. And <laughs> oh, I just keep going both ways. There's such yeah. good arguments for both teams but I am going to go for the underdog and go with the strikers. Yep. Um, And I just think T-Mac is going to absolutely come good with the bat and T-Mac maybe uh, time. at the right time. And yeah. Megan shoot to uh, maybe see off her nemesis, Alisa Healy, the wall.
3: I also change my mind probably every hour at this point. Um, like the Sixers have obviously been the benchmark all season and they've been really good. Um, but I feel like, I think right now I'm thinking strikers. I feel like they'll be really fired up. Um, they'll have a fire in their belly after losing the final last year. They lost the final in WBBL05. So they've been really close um, and in around the finals for the last three or four years. So I think they'll be absolutely desperate to put their best performance out tomorrow. And I think they've got um, the players in the team to do that. Yeah, you mentioned Talia McGrath, like team back this morning. she seemed just like what we were on the same flight as her coming off a 6am flight, three hours sleep. She just seemed like so determined. And I reckon she has the, she's got the potential and the drive determination to steer her team to a win. Um, yeah. Shooters bowling really well. We saw a bit of Deandra dotton last night, which was really exciting. And yeah, as we were saying, like it could be really exciting to see what she can do at North Sydney Oval. So I'm on the same page as you. I think the Strikers are going to um, devastate the Sixes.
0: I think it's it's such an interesting one with the final system. Like, who has the momentum yeah. and how important is the rest? So the Strikers are just coming off this adrenaline-filled win. They're all pumped up. Yeah. You know they've come here. They haven't really had time to stop or think, and they're probably tired because they had to get a six a.m. flight. But also, okay. they're probably just running on pure adrenaline through till tomorrow now. Whereas the Sixes have had. A wake at home to chill, to hang out with each other. And walking also, out in
3: Kooji and just living the dream.
0: <laughs> train to fix a few things. Couldn't be any more different in preparations. Um, yeah. And it's hard to tell which one might be better.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, player of the final.
0: I am going to say Megan Shoot.
3: Okay, okay. I'm going to say Tali McGrath i reckon
0: yeah, like, Sixers fans yeah sorry <laughs> I, <laughs> I, the, underdog train the yeah, I
3: I, think yeah i mean I, i'd be happy to see both both teams win to be honest like either team i like like them both enough so yeah i think it's whatever happens i think is a good story either way
0: yeah and the atmosphere at karen rotten oval last night was insane yeah it was great they, those that winning boundary got hit towards the, the most packed part of the crowd and everyone's going off. And if that happens at North Sydney with a sellout and there's 5,000 people there, that's yeah. going to be absolutely amazing.
3: Exactly. And to see
0: the sixes go from bottom to top, like that would also be incredible. So I don't think there's, we uh, no, can lose tomorrow. Yeah,
3: we can't lose. We're in a win-win can position. Lose, but we can't lose. Yeah, we're going to have a great story to tell regardless. Um, and it's been a really fun final series, LJ. What's been your favourite performance that we've seen in the Eliminator chall- and Challenger so far?
0: Um, well, one of my favourite performances was Megan shoots on local radio when she um just threw some spice out there and called me oh, arrogant and yeah got everyone talking. Certainly um stirred up a bit of fun before the final um, on the field. On the field, uh, I just thought that Bridget Patterson just pulled a, a rabbit out of a hat last night. The Strikers haven't been the strongest batting side this season and that only reached 155 twice before. So it was going to look like it was out their reach. And she just turned on its, on its head, a few yeah. massive sixes and got them home.
3: Um, my favourite to watch uh, in Adelaide this week was Laura Harris in both innings, actually, like both, both finals. She threatened, like well, she did get the job done for the heat against the Hurricanes in the Eliminator and threatened to do it uh, again. Um it's just like so unpredictable when she's at the crease, you just never know what's going to happen. And some of the shots she pulls out are just ridiculous and yeah, it's just a lot of fun to watch. So she was awesome for the heat. Um, nearly got it done, nearly got them into the final, but um, in the end it wasn't enough. But yeah, still a lot of fun for the fans to sit back and watch. <laughs> and probably something that I should have mentioned at the start of the show, but we're really excited to um to have been joined this afternoon by uh, Sydney Sixers bowler, Kate Peterson. So Kate's made a bit of a splash in the last uh, couple of weeks at the back end of the tournament. I think in the last three games she's played for the Sixers, she's taken 11 wickets. And in the first five games she played, she didn't get a batter a bowl. So it's a great little story for Kate. Um, so yeah, she's a, a really nice young girl. It was great to chat to her and yeah, she's pumped for the final tomorrow. So hope you enjoy, hope you enjoyed listening and and thanks for tuning in and enjoy the final tomorrow. Kate Peterson, Sydney Sixers bowler. Thank you so much for joining us uh, today on The Scoop ahead of the WBBL 08 final tomorrow with the Sixers. Massive day coming up for you tomorrow. How how's the week been? How are you feeling? Like what's been the vibe around the group this week? Have you guys been training at all? Like how's it all been?
1: Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Um no, it's been a really good week for us. We've had a few training hit outs on um North Sydney. We had a good field on the on the ground yesterday. Um, a couple of rest days as well, just to I guess get over any tiredness or niggles that were
0: going around the group. So
1: Yeah, it's been a really good week um, leading up to it. And, yeah, I think we're all
0: pretty well prepared and ready to go. How important will it be for the group to have this week off and and to have this chance to prepare for the final?
1: Yeah, I think it's been really good for us. Um, Obviously, like I said, with those few rest days, um, just really, I guess, physically recover and mentally recover from... um, It's been a pretty hectic tournament with a lot Mm -hmm. of games close together. So, yeah, we've just taken, I guess, every opportunity to rest and recover. Um, And then also we've had... Two or three really good training sessions. Um, we had a really good field on North Sydney yesterday just to get used to the outfield. Um, yeah, a couple of meetings to go over, I guess, our plans. So yeah, it's been really good. I think we're really, really well prepared and confident going into the game.
3: Nice. How do you feel personally heading into the final? nervous, excited, just pumped?
1: Yeah, I've got a, a bit of everything going on. I'm very, very excited. Um, yeah. really looking forward to it, but obviously very nervous. Um, yeah, I think it'd be a big game and with a big crowd there at North Sydney, I think, yeah,
0: yeah it's very, very easy to get lost in it, but I'm um, really looking forward to it. How do you reckon you'll last sleep tonight before the match? You're someone who gets a bit nervous. Right. Can't rest? Oh,
1: I think I'll be all right, yeah. I used to not sleep at all the night for a game, but I've gotten better, so.
3: So, Kate, it's obviously been your first year with the Sixers and the first couple of games you didn't actually get to have a bowl or bat now in the last, like, three games you've played. I think you've got taken 11 wickets in three games. Can you... Can you believe how it's kind of panned out? Like, how has it been the last three games just kind of taking it all by storm?
1: Yeah, no, I can't believe it at all. Like, I was just stoked to be out on the field at all, um, just playing my part in the field. But I guess to have the had the chance to have a bowl, even though it came at the, I guess, the cost of an injury to one of our players. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just grabbed the opportunity with two hands and, made the most of it and yeah it's been so awesome out there just to have the support and backing of I guess the older more experienced players um it's been incredible
0: yeah we did you expect that opportunity to, to come up at some point during the season or were there any sort of messages coming from Pez and Lottie yeah um not really I,
1: I guess I thought I'm still quite a young player and looking at the lineup that the Sixers have um I didn't expect to get much game time at all to be honest mm. um then when I I did get those few games out in the field like I said I was just happy to be out there and just getting run around but yeah so I I didn't expect to really play as big a role as I sort of have had to in the last few games.
3: Nice and so it's yeah your first year with the Sixers. Tell us why you decided to make the move from the Thunder.
1: Yeah I just um, I think Least reached out in the off season um, with an opportunity for me and um, I had a great few seasons at the Thunder but I just yeah, I guess thought of opportunities for the future and that, and looking at the lineup that they have, I thought it'd be yeah, pretty cool to
0: learn from some new players um, yeah. and just the wealth of experience that the team brings. So, What's it been like coming into that environment? It seems like you guys have had a lot of fun and really enjoyed each other's company this season.
1: Yeah, it's been incredible. Um, So much fun off the field, on and off the field. Um, and I think that's really sort of helped to translate into our performances on the field and probably why we've been mm. so, I guess, successful with our wins this season. Um yeah it's just the coach the new coach as well Lottie she's been outstanding so fun to be around and just really so much support and care in the environment but also so much fun at the same time so it just makes it really easy to go out there and do what you have to do
3: yeah nice yeah you mentioned the wealth of experience do you sort of have to pinch yourself sometimes when you've got Charlotte Edwards as the coach Elise Perry as the captain got yeah Midge and Ash Gardner in the team is it like bit crazy to find yourself in an environment like that
1: yeah definitely I'm still pinching myself now um well we've played 14 games with them and I'm yeah (laughs) I'm just trying to get as much like learn as much as I can from them and yeah they've been awesome with the younger players so much support um always offering their help um with literally whatever I need so I've yeah it's been fantastic
0: and um, obviously Pez is your skipper. How's she been for you and your bowling?
1: Yeah, Pez has been awesome. Um, sort of hang around her a bit at training and just I try and nitpick her, ask her a few questions and that. But even just like watching how she goes about, I guess, preparation for games um, off the field and what she does before, how she mm. plans. And yeah, I just yeah try and take as much out of her as I can. And she's been great as well. She messaged me quite a lot as well, see how I'm going. So
3: Oh, very good. I think, I um, can't remember who said it. Maybe it was Maitland Brown, but I think she called... Charlotte Edwards a hype girl like what what sort of energy does Lottie bring to training and games and yeah what's what's the kind of vibe and environment she creates
1: yeah Lottie's been great she's just so so calm and chill but yeah um still finds a way to I guess lend her experience to us and yeah, I don't know. She just makes you feel like you go out there and score 100 and get 10 wickets literally every game. She's so
3: supportive. Um, <laughs> someone else that's what someone said. Good hype, <laughs> girl. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's been incredible. Just, yeah,
0: such a good vibe. <laughs> and just looking back at your last couple of years, you, you made the move to the Scorpions. How are you feeling about coming up against some of your state teammates tomorrow?
1: Yeah, I think, I don't know if it's made me more nervous. Um, yeah, I think it'd be a cool game. Like yeah, I was watching it last night and just when they got the win, I was like, whoa, this is like weird to be playing against them now. Yeah. But yeah, looking forward to the challenge. I think it'd be pretty cool. A lot of chat on and off the field. So yeah, we'll see how it goes.
3: <laughs> did um like coming into that Challenger final last night, did you guys have a preference between the Heat and the strikers who you would have preferred to to meet tomorrow in the final? Yeah, I don't know if there was a,
1: a preference. Um, I was asked quite a few times who I think we'd be playing, and I said the Heat, just looking okay. at, I guess, the lineup and how they've been playing. But yeah, I don't know. The strikers have yeah really hit their straps at the right time, so they've got players performing. So I think it will be yeah interesting game backing us in. <laughs>
3: um, and so Kate, you, you did you grow up in Sydney? Is that right? Yeah, I did. Nice. So how's it been to be home for a little bit? Have you been yeah, staying at home or what's what's the deal being there? Yeah, it's been awesome. So yeah, I've been staying at home. Um, yeah, Good to
1: see my mum and dad and my siblings again and just catch up with all my friends from school that I haven't seen in quite a while. And I guess with obviously COVID still out there, but less restrictions now, you can yeah. actually, I guess, go out and do things as opposed to any time I've come back in the um since I've moved, so yeah, it's been really
3: nice. Yeah, cool. A couple of friends and family will get down to North Sydney Oval tomorrow. Yeah, definitely.
1: We've got quite a few coming. Nice. Um, a few messages popping up saying that they're keen for the game, and yeah, didn't even know they were
3: coming. So it'll be nice to see them there. Bit of a fan club. <laughs> <laughs> how's um How's living in South Australia? Have you enjoyed that experience? Yeah, I've really loved it.
1: I'm. I think I moved at quite a difficult time because as soon as I yeah. moved, um, I was only eighteen, and then the border shut straight away. So. Oh. So away from my family for oh, six, seven months, which was tough. But yeah, I just think it made me really grow up and I've had such wonderful opportunities down there. The coaches and players are unreal and they really like took yeah. me under their wing. So I think it's been the best move for me.
0: Awesome. And we know you're also a good athlete and you throw a javelin very well. Um, can you tell us a bit about your upbringing and how you've ended up playing cricket and doing athletics?
1: Yeah, so I pretty much grew up in a cricket family. Both my parents played. Um, my older sister was playing before i did and i was like cool i want to be like her so i went and joined <laughs> local cricket club um which was castle hill rsl at the time um and i was doing little athletics as well with my younger sister just on a friday night and then when we hit the age where javelin we we're allowed to do javelin i was like oh that's mm. pretty cool how like, to go um yeah and i just sort of took it from there i was doing both quite a while um i haven't i haven't thrown javelin in probably since last year but
3: Yeah, be something I'd probably look at getting back into eventually. Yeah, is I think I read somewhere that it was maybe like it was on your radar that you maybe wanted to represent Australia in javelin. Is that something that's still a dream for you? Yeah, I think I think cricket's
1: my main focus, but yeah, I guess I announced that the Olympics was going to be in Brisbane. I'm like, wow, that'd be unreal if you could do both. But yeah, we'll see where that goes.
0: Yeah, I guess cricket's such a full time thing these days. It's probably hard to to try and do both.
1: Yeah, definitely, and I've got I guess uni commitments as well, so
3: probably not a lot of time to put towards javelin at the moment. So if like, I've always wondered, like if someone wanted to compete in the Olympics in javelin or Commonwealth games or something, is that a full-time gig? Like if you wanted to do that, would you have to put your like cricket or university on hold to go and pursue javelin?
1: I'm not sure it'd be as full-time as what cricket's sort of heading towards, but yeah, definitely a lot of, I know a lot of the girls I used to throw with who are sort of um, at that level now, Um, they do work outside or study outside. So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure of the time commitment, but I think it'd be,
0: yeah, quite a lot. Are there any, like, transferable skills? I know um, Elise Perry at the press conference today talked about your throw. Um, is, there, is there something that transfers across that helps you with cricket?
1: I think it's just arm speed. Um, purely, I guess you've got to be as quick as you can when you throw a javelin. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that would probably help um, definitely throwing from the boundary in that, but also maybe a little bit with bowling. Um, just having that really fast arm speed
3: come when you're delivering. And so, away from cricket, you mentioned you're studying is physio. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. How's it all going? And how do you kind of keep keep everything balanced with your studies and your cricket and everything?
1: Yeah, it's really good. I transferred to the Uni of Adelaide when I moved. Nice. Um, I'm actually studying full time this year, wow. which is for a bit of an adjustment. Yeah, four subjects. Um, mm. A bit of an adjustment, but um, yeah, I really enjoy having that to do outside of cricket and the staff at the uni are amazing. I've got um, one of my teammates in Scorp; She's the year above me doing physio as well. Okay. So I've just got so many people around me, I guess if
0: I need that help, but now it's been really good. I'm loving it. Awesome. And what do you like to do away from cricket and study when you've got a bit of free time?
1: Yeah, I like the beach. Um, I was living quite close to the beach in Adelaide for a while. So I just got down there as much as I could. Um, I love shopping as well. So <laughs> yeah, probably beach and shopping. Love my coffee as well. you always find me at a cafe.
3: Oh, very good. Very good. Now, Kate, ahead of tomorrow, like, looking at all the strikers girls, there's obviously some pretty uh, dangerous match winners in there. Um, if you've got ball in hand, if you could get out any of those strikers batters, like, dream wicket, who would it be? Yeah, I was actually asked this just before. Oh, um, really?
1: Yeah, I have to say DeAndre Dotton. Just okay. how that has like, insane. She can clear a boundary easily, so... Um, I think it'll be a big challenge, but uh, yeah, she's my the wicket that I'd love to get.
0: Yeah, is this going to be a bit of a first for you bowling to someone like Deandra?
1: Yeah, definitely. There's a, like there's a few similar players in the heat, like you, Harris and Grace Harris, in that. Mm. But yeah, D Dot's just incredible with the way she hits the ball.
3: So, are yeah. you a big like cricket fan? Like, would you have, like sort of watched her playing World Cups and around the world in like years gone by?
1: Yeah, I've watched quite a bit of. Yeah, I've, pretty much time there's a game on, I'm watching it. So yeah, yeah. I would have seen quite a few of her innings.
3: And so just overall, like what would it mean to this group to win the title? We know the Sixers finished at the bottom of the table last year and it's been a remarkable turnaround for them, but yeah, what would it mean to have the trophy back in the Sixers sheds tomorrow?
1: Yeah, I think it would literally mean the world. Um, we've put in so much effort off the field just to, I guess, make sure we're prepared, have our plans ready. Um, and just the enjoyment factor that we've had yeah. off the field and the field, just to tie it all together and, be able to lift up that trophy at the end of the night would, yeah, really put together such a fantastic season that we've had.
3: Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Kate. We're we're absolutely pumped for tomorrow. It should be a cracker of a final, and we wish you all the very best. And hopefully, you've um like talked yourself into getting out Deandra Dotton because that'll be pretty pretty good wicket to snare. Oh, awesome! Thanks, guys,
1: for having me. Here away. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy
4: the stroke play.